Well, welcome back, and Happy New Year. I can't believe it's the last day of January already. Um, Good news, I didn't have COVID, which is nice, Um, in case you were wondering from our first post. Uh, I kind of want this podcast to be less structured, um, both for less pressure on my behalf, but also I think there's enough neurodiverse, autistic, ADHD podcasts that are very uh, educational and amazingly put together. Uh, I listen to heaps of them, (laughs) Um, but this one is going to be more, uh, I guess, me sharing my thoughts and personal experience as a neurodiverse person. Uh, And this episode, I want to talk about coffee with a colleague. Um, By that, I mean, I want to talk about a a time that stands out to me early in in my career, where before I was diagnosed and I, I didn't really know why this was so difficult um but it's something that has affected my behavior ever since and added to my anxieties of how the world views me and how the world reacts to me um anyway so here we go i organized a coffee with a friend i can't actually remember who organized it but we were colleagues Uh, We started work together as grads, but in different areas. And she was a really lovely person, and we're still friends to this day. Um, So we both met up one day for coffee. must have been around 10, 30, 11. Uh, And it was in the entry of a very big building that we worked in, different areas of in the one coffee shop that services this huge building which as you can imagine is generally pretty busy and there's not many seats a lot of people just come and get takeaway and there's only like a couple of tables for two people sort of along the back wall and generally people are standing and queuing and waiting right near your seat so There's not a lot of privacy, and it's very loud. But it's also a place where you want to be, because you overhear things, and you see people, and you become a lot better networked and aware of what's going on more broadly in the organisation and how that could impact your work area, which, believe it or not, is valuable to your work and your team so I was a pretty big fan of having regular catch-ups with people at this coffee place but on this particular day we sat down we got our coffees well I don't drink coffee so I had hot chocolate regardless um and we started to chat and catch up and while this was happening people kept walking past and occasionally would sort of wave in my face and say hello both to me and my friend um 
and that would pull me in and out of our, our discussions. And other people that I didn't know would walk past very closely and that would distract me thinking that they were coming to say hello and I didn't want to be rude. And I would hear names being called out that sounded like my own and overhear conversations around us that I picked up on and it was so, so difficult to focus just on her voice and just on what we were talking about. But I tried. Um, Very hard. And on top of that, I had my phone sitting on the table because... My boss didn't know I'd gone to coffee because I couldn't tell him. Uh, He was busy that morning and I wanted to be contactable in case he needed me urgently. And so my my phone kept pinging. Um, This was well before I learned how to control notifications many years ago. Um, And obviously my visual line of sight would be distracted to check that it wasn't my boss needing me. And so fast forward 10 odd minutes of this happening, um, my friend says to me in, I don't know how to explain or describe it, but she clearly was trying to be nice and my behavior was clearly distracting her, which I get as a very distractible person, but, um, At the same time, it was quite harsh in the way she delivered it. And I can barely even remember specifically how. I just remember feeling very affronted by her comment. And it was something along the lines of, can you stop looking at your phone and around the room and focus on our conversation in a very, like, direct sort of pissed off manner? Um... And I was flabbergasted, love that word. Uh, I was just really taken aback by the her tone and what she said. And I immediately apologised um, and put my phone in my pocket, even though I was still really nervous that my boss would want me um, and tried with all my might to give her all the eye contact even though that was always uncomfortable and forced. Again, this is very pre-diagnosis and knowing any of this was an actual thing. Just thought I was different. And, um, yeah, we had the rest of our coffee and it was all fine. And she cheered up as I focused on her. And I'm sure she never even thought of it again. But actually, that's a lie. I remember a few years later, she commented... Um, when we went out to dinner, how I was not as distracted because every single time I saw her from then on, that memory came up and I made a huge amount of effort to never have my phone out and to never be obviously distracted around her and she clearly noticed it. Um... I mean, I imagine she thinks that she helped me and that I'd improved, but truly my reaction to it was severe anxiety and shame. 
an embarrassment because that was literally my life experience all the time and regardless of phones and busy cafes uh, the world is constantly distracting me and it takes so so much energy to appear not to be distracted and appear quotation marks respectful doing the social norms of eye contact um you know bodies facing each other mirroring behavior full attention reciprocal language and acknowledgement all of that stuff is so so forced for me and always has been um I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm pretty good at it, which is why I think I was diagnosed at 28, because I hid it extremely well. Yay, camouflaging. But not at a really severe cost to my mental health and energy levels and my own self-worth. Anyway, I just wanted to share that little story of my coffee date and the impact It has had because I have a thousand little interactions like that in my life that have led to me being the way I am Uh, and people sometimes don't understand anxiety and they don't understand why people lack confidence and self-belief but I recently heard there was a study that said that kids with ADHD received 20,000 more negative comments by the age of 10. Now add another neurodiverse condition like autism and how many negative comments is that? And what is the impact of those negative comments because We all know now, thanks to mental health research, that your inner voice is developed when you're very young, and it's usually developed by the messages coming from you, from your caregivers, from your community. And if those are the messages, it makes sense that we get very negative brain wiring and live a life of anxiety, fear and seeing the negatives and questioning things because that's what we learn very young. So as much as I'm still good friends with this person and I know she really meant well and was coming from a good place it's those type of things that I think the autistic community especially mean when they ask for acceptance is that I mean you shouldn't need a label or a diagnosis but when you have a friend that is a bit different like that I mean ideally in the future the world is better accepting all mental health and all uh, 
neurodiversity and is more aware that, you know, for example, maybe she thought I was being rude or I didn't really care about her or her conversation or I didn't value her, all of which were absolutely not true, well, at least intentionally. Um, I really respected her and I was really keen to have this coffee with her and I wanted to show her that respect and develop our relationship further as friends. It's just my mind and all the sensory overload and the focus issues and the concentration and the distraction and the intensity was stopping me. So I think it's that difference of intent versus what you're seeing and I just hope that the future holds room for more understanding and acceptance for everyone I just think you know what if she had some basic understanding from a young age about different how different brains work and how some people do get distracted easily and what that might look like what will it take in society to get that understanding and acceptance happening I don't think anyone actually knows the answer yet and I'm curious so yeah Thanks for listening. Until next time, see you later.